I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hi, this is Kate, and here is our new episode of Pants. And I'm Leisha, and I'm also the other side of the pants. You're the other leg. Right. And we know each other. For oh. over 20 some odd years. I even lost count at this point. Like how many, how many? We're ancient. When did we meet? And <laughs> well, it's what, 2002? We met in 2003. Do you no, say 2002 or do you say it's not no, there's no gonna, and more importantly it's just 2002. you're off by a year. More importantly you're off by a year. We met in it's 2002. It's not 2002. Who cares if it's 2 or and 2? Point is we met I think in 2000. It sounds funny. 2. Well, because it's like saying Wow, you're really hanging up on this one, aren't you? If you're going to say 12, you don't go it's 10 and 2. Sure. <clears throat> <laughs> seriously i mean you want to go on the stoner trip we can a little bit <laughs> go for it mike's jolly i'm yours. not stoned kate i just, <laughs> it's a funny way to say it. 2002 it's like it's almost like if you're in a movie or a tv show and you get that like extra credit if you're not the lead but you get the you'd be like you know well, you um, meryl streep starring meryl streep and then a couple of things would go by pictures would go by and then it'd be like and Kate Menick. You know what I mean? It's almost like that, like an afterthought. I'd be okay if that was Like the Meryl two Street. is like, why am I not, why am I getting second billing here? Because it's Meryl Streep and no one deserves billing above her. And you get my point though. I do. I just feel like you smoked a big joint and I'm having why to listen you, to the Why nonsense. do I have to be high to be <laughs> smart? <laughs> it's like I got put with the stoner girl. I love that you think I'm just like... <laughs> baking my brains out <laughs> I don't at, think what is baking. it noon on a saturday hey listen it's saturday i mean it's 2021 no judgment but anything anything could fucking happen and it wouldn't surprise me is it 20 and 21 see okay i'm gonna I mean, let it go wanna... i've spent enough time on it this week leash we're gonna talk about that documentary i told you to watch called fake famous yes we are but before we get into that 
Let's hear about your roof. The roof was not fun. It was um, it just needed a repair. So so the professionals came in and coated it and it was all clean and nice. And then I had to do the other portion to kind of match the newness. And it was dirty and dangerous, but I did it. Were you hanging out the side of your building? Well, house. Were you doing like dangerous? Really? Yeah, at one point I was. Why are you doing that? Because I had to get it done. Ugh. What? This is I'm where fine. I don't I'm know. Here I am today. You me. I'm here. I know you're here. Um, but it tripped me out a little bit. But accident. Remember when I fell off the ladder? Yes, do you I do. remember that? That's a far. So that's more, what I'm saying. Like uh, things. Interesting story than my roof. Well, no, I'm just saying things happen. Well, you also, well, They're well, called you accidents. Fell. I understand. Well, do you want? Do you remember what I did? I. You were trimming a tree. Not just trimming. This isn't my story. Why am I trying to fill in the blanks? You go. I've been on ladders for years, years and years Mm -hmm. and years. I've been on roofs and like you just go about your day and you're like, yeah, I'm doing this. And who cares? It's a ladder. It's not scary. Mm -hmm. It's a ladder. I'm fine with heights. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not the case when you fall off a ladder. Something awful happens. And then all of a sudden you're finding yourself. Well, you actually, you don't remember the fall. You remember, you know, I like I hit my head. I had to go to the, the ER. Didn't you so black out? I, yeah. So I was on the top, like the, the, you know, the last step before the thing that always has the sign, the system, do not step here. Which you're not supposed to do. Right. And I had a chainsaw, a little mini, like kind of like a girly mm-hmm. version, but it's still. And I was trimming this big uh, branch on a pine tree, which I didn't know how heavy they were, by the way, I found out later. Mm-hmm. So I cut the wrong way. I didn't know that. I was just cutting the branch from like the top down. And then it became like a pendulum swing. And the whole thing goes, Oof. and I just, and it swiped the ladder out from under me. And that's all I remember. So I'm saying when you're on the roof and you're like, it's no big deal. Sure. Until you're on the ground. No, I understand. I, I am. I am. And I plan out my steps when I don't just be haphazard. Like I, I plan out my, I, I make a, I make a plan of how am how am I going to do this safely, and I always make sure my one of my hands is gripping onto something that is giving me um, uh, something secure in case I lose my footing. So it's okay. I wasn't I wasn't a Philip Petit, you know, crossing the fucking you know twin towers. I was truly just having to paint a section of the of the roof, and it was a little you know <laughs> precarious. And I made sure I was okay, but. You know, if I'm if it was wet up there, it would have been a little more slippery, and I could have had a problem. But it was not. And here I Why am. Why didn't today you just have the men that came to paint the the professional part, as you call it, finish the whole thing? Why didn't you just say like here? Honestly, because there was one portion that needed that needed that I wanted fixed, and there was another portion. This is also a roof that's like a roof deck. P.S. Um, it's not like I'm like some sloped roof. Um, and the one portion I hired them to do. And if I did the other portion, yeah, sure. But to be honest, it's overpriced. And I figured I can do it myself. And I did. And I'm proud of myself for doing it. I'm proud of you. I just want you to be careful. Mo is proud of me, too. Can't you hear her? She's like, you did good, Ma. See? Yeah, I did good. Yeah. That's right. Jesus Christ. This is usually like not my, like the time of year where I do house projects because it's cold or wet and unpleasant to be outside. I usually wait for the, wait for. Jesus. I usually wait for the spring to kick in, but you know, I had to get this done in case it started to rain again. 
Hold on, I didn't know you had seasonal projects. I don't think I ever noticed it before. Yeah, I, you know what? I didn't either, but I just realized throughout my years of, of uh, house owning that I do my projects in the warmer months. <laughs> I like the sun. I don't like being cold and wet outside. Anyway, so how was your week? That was my exciting uh, Thursday. Well, I uh, picked out some tile. The, the the novella, the tile novella. I heard all about it last week. Oof. I mean, it's yes. been a big deal. I picked out. Some, mm-hmm. So here's the thing. When you're doing a renovation, which I didn't realize, I, I usually have a lot of confidence in what I pick. But these are things you have to buy these things like five months in advance. So mm-hmm. when they're ready to like put the tile in, you're not like, oh, let me go order that like as an afterthought. It's got to be like in the garage ready to go. So, you know, this tile was picked and everything was fine. And then I'm not blaming the contractor because he's he's an amazing person and he's a great guy. And they put him up and they put a sealant on it. And then I came over and saw it and it was it went from like one color to a completely different color. Mm-hmm. And then so it was this whole, and that's when I called you and I was like, what do I do? And I FaceTimed you and you're like, you're over-exaggerating. And my sister said the same thing. Everybody was like, you need to relax. But like when you expect one thing and then you get another one, you don't know what to do. It throws you off. And then you're like, do I take them down? And then that's expensive. And then you pay, already paid the guy to put them up. And then he's got to take them down. And he's, then you have to go order a whole new set of tiles, mm-hmm. wait a whole new couple of months, and then hope the guy can come. You know what I mean? It's like it, the mm-hmm. nightmare, like unfolded before my eyes. So what ended up happening is you were like, you told me to sand them. You actually I, told me to go get a chemical. I, I chose I a told sander. you to buff them. Okay. Well, what I, yeah, I had the guys sand them. It helped a little bit. And then what happened was I was like, oh, do I like this color? Like it was like I started embracing the color that I, I never told you when I on. saw that the color you, you, you were selling the color like it was the most pukish looking color you've ever seen. And when you sent yeah, me the photo, I actually liked it. And I told you green right. would balance that out really nicely. Right. And my sister was like, I love that color. I think yeah, what happened nice. was it's warm. I just didn't expect it. Sure. Anyway, it's a, but you know what? I think it's going to be a happy accident. I've now embraced it. I actually now really like it. So that was my week. I really just want to show up and see the green tiled floor. Well, that's not what I picked. So don't be mad. That bums me out. What did you choose? Oh, What color? Black. Okay. I'll tell you why. I've seen a lot of, then I started looking up pictures. As as someone who has black floors, um, I'm not a fan of black floors. Okay. I have them all well, over I'm this goddamn find house, out. and it's the bane of my existence. If I go like another color, then I'm going to be stuck with that color theme for the rest of my life. And I was like, if I just pick a neutral color, and it kind of looks um, Art Deco now, like with the black okay. in that color. Oh, I'm There's sure something it does, cool about it, it. Yeah, I'm sure because it's not so. The other color isn't so stark, like white, and it's not cutesy. You know, I'm trying to like move away from my. Severely oh, colorful you're always gonna have an, that I have. You're always going to have an element of cutesy. You, you've gone through periods in your life where you <laughs> you're, you make this claim where you're suddenly going to transition out of your colorful cutesy phase and you're denying your authentic self. The colors. <laughs> have you been around for this? Okay. I've been around I know, for I do. a very it's long time. It's when I time. say I'm going to start dressing in all black and it's I put on one t-shirt and it's over by the next day. Anyway, um, have you done your homework assignment? 
I have, and I'm very excited to talk to you about this. I gave Leisha a homework assignment this week. I told her to watch a documentary that I came across uh, called... Uh, Fake Famous. Fake Famous. Did you watch it? I watched it. I watched it. I started it last night. I finished it this morning over coffee, and I have a lot to say. Go, because I had my mouth hanging open, aghast. Okay. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and then I want to hear everything you have to say. Ladies, we can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra brands? And you're like, I like this about it, but not this. Or They're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. It's real. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Love's bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. It's cool. It's like these little, I can't even describe it, like these little bone things and it's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's brilliant. Plus, they've made fabric that's so soft, it feels like second skin. So you immediately feel and see the difference. So it's next level comfortable. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them pants sent you. Honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to hear your thoughts. Well, I I actually would like you to start because I'm not sure if I I have a feeling we might not agree, but I want to hear everything you have to say. So will you start just so I can like get a clear idea of what's going on here? Yeah, I stumbled across this documentary. Actually, um, Ramey told uh, Ramey told me about it and um, she's like, you have to check this out. It's a trip. So finally did. And basically it's a social experiment. For anyone who hasn't seen it, this director or the filmmaker was, you know, said, I want to just I want to, you know, investigate, you know, fame through the lens of social media. And so they do a whole casting call. A bunch of people in their 20s or so show up. 4,000 people. Was it 4,000? Yeah. And the only thing they asked on the casting um Thing, is why should you whatever. be famous? Why no? What, do you want to be famous? It was do just you do you want to be famous? famous? And four thousand people showed up. People said yes. Four thousand people said yes, I do. And then they chose three out of that four thousand. They chose two two guys and a girl. 
And they, and he kind of had strategies for each one of them. Like, and you see them go and you see what he's doing to manipulate it. And you're seeing how they're reacting to this sudden attention they're getting. If that's what you want to call it. Yeah. If that's what you want to call it. Okay. So what did you learn? Okay. Can I just, well, the first thing, the first thing, which I, I thought no fucking way was that you could take your hard earned money and say, I'm going to spend a hundred dollars today of my hard earned money and not buy groceries and not pay a bill, but I'm going to buy followers uh, for my fucking social media pages, Instagram specifically. This is the exact part that shocked me as well. I was like, what? This is a thing. And the more money you spend, the more followers you gain. And they're all bots. They're all, it's a bot they're farm. Bots. And people, and it's a racket. And people who run these things are making a killing with these fake fucking profiles that are suddenly following you. Right. That and then the more fascinating part on me too, the more fascinating part was then once you get your followers or you, I'm sorry, buy your followers, mm-hmm. you have to also buy comments because and likes they're two separate there's three things you have to buy because if you have a bunch of followers with no likes it's very obvious if you have a bunch of followers with some likes and no comments also obvious so then you're spending you know triple the money to appear to have people that like you and this is a thing that's become very very important to people Uh and that's the part i'm freaked out about uh-huh. How about this? Also, like bots are all over social media, right? Like they're on Twitter and they're on Instagram. They're 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 everywhere. You can't avoid them. And when he was talking about these bot farms, every public profile with a lot of numbers, like he I think he used a Kardashian as an example, that person also has bots. So whether you buy them or not, you inevitably have bots in your in your in your following list. The million dollar question is are these people buying them themselves or are they just getting put in to your to your followers? That's what I was curious about. Well, I bet they have someone running their social platform and they probably use an amount of money to buy more bots. The fact that we're seeing the word bots is weird. Like, yeah. The thought it's a trip. of here's 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 what it must be depressing to be on the other side of that and and have a number that isn't even a real thing, but to enjoy that thing. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. the psychological impact of being followed by um, non-existent people. Why well, is that a joy what, in people's lives? Right. But that's what that guy, what, what were their names? I forgot their names. I, this is what's funny. When we were about to record, Fuck. I was like, funny thing is, I, write I their watched names an down. hour and a half. Well, I watched, <laughs> like, we watched their lives and watched them become insta, what are they called? Influencers. And I still don't know their names. Yeah. Me neither. Okay. But that one guy, he was the first one who bailed out and he was like, you know what? Uh-huh. I'd rather have 100, like 100 legit people than a yes. like, 10,000 fakes. And I thought, and so he caught on. And the other thing, oh no, my other mind blowing moment was when he takes this, the same guy to that, to that, to that place downtown where there's that fake, um, interior of a private plane. I know. And this this kid is like, and this kid is like, why the fuck would I sit there and do this? 
Like, I don't need to do this to sell, to sell who I am or what I'm about. Like, this is just like, I'm not into this. Right. I want people to like me for who I am. Precisely. And the other part that I loved was when he got the toilet seat and he took off the lid and used that as a window. An airplane window. Here's the thing. Do you think you and I are so out of touch and so old, not old, but like, this is a different generation. generation. I know, but. But we are on social media. I mean, look, we both feel the same way about it. I, I get anxiety to post something. I, do, I never yes. know what to post. I find my life to be same. so unexciting. I never same. know what to share. Um, and moments that I would share, I just feel like they're for me, you know, or something that maybe mm-hmm. someone would think was interesting. I forget to put because I don't I don't think to live my life to show people I'm just living my life because that's how our lives have been most of the time. On my end, I'm just, I've always been bad at taking pictures. I forget. Like something great will exactly. happen and I'm too in the moment to grab my phone and be like, That's oh, I should saying. capture that and share it with everybody just because you know what the right, hell I'm but, doing. But you and I have lived a life before social media, so we know this, but like I pass zero judgment on anyone who's living this life today because they don't know the before. This is only what no. they know. My heart, my heart goes out to the generation that feels so compelled to keep up with the Joneses in this area, because that's not my childhood. That was not my teen years. Like I had at most, I had a cordless phone and that's about it. That's as far as my tech went. Right. And so now these younger people are just constantly either trying to keep up with their friends or the people in their school or whoever the hell it is and trying to appear as interesting and or popular to their neighbor. And that to me is a pressure that I'm uh, that that breaks my heart that it even exists. Because what Same. is it? Like there's no tangible thing. That's what I mean. What it's is it? It's not tangible. But, like when but, you have a birthday party, are you going to invite all 10,000 of these randos in your house to prove you're special? No, it's like there's nothing tangible about it. Right. But people look at it and they're like, oh, well, this is important. Is it? No, it's not. Sorry. I, sorry. I, I have a love hate relationship with social media. I'm sorry. But I look back at myself when I was 20 and I wanted to be an actress and a musician and I self-promoted. I mean, it was on, you know, we'd go to Kinko's and make flyers and pass them out for people to come to our shows or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I did it as well. It just was a different thing. So I, I can't, I can't judge any of it because I I would be doing it if I was 20 today, trying to get people to come see me play or like, right. It's the same thing. It's just a different way to do it. It's, I don't don't know. Where I got lost, where I got lost or sad for everyone was the bots. Also being followed by robots. How about the hustle? What about the hustle? Like, it's a hustle. Uh, you got to be on it. You got to be posting shoots. things left, right and center. You have to feel like you have to. What was it that that remember when the girl showed up to her first photo shoot and then the professional influencer like took her under her wing and said, let me show you how this gets done. Yeah. And she's like, you need to post like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever, how many days, uh, times a day to garner attention and stay up to date. It sounds like hell. It really does sound hell. like hell on earth to me. Hell. Like that's, that's my idea of torture. Same. If someone said, this is what you have to do for the next 10 years right. is, is do that. I, 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 I don't know. Like that's, that's, that's torture. 
completely torturous. And people are like, oh, well, then I guess I have to. So you saw her go on a photo shoot with a bunch of other girls who were influencers, taking a bunch of like quick photos and, you know, me up the bus in like to Vegas. cool locations. And then they like go to these By conventions the way, Kate, and they're constantly getting a bunch of we, free shit to post about I've it. I've never, what's funny is I'm like, we're, the whole the whole thing about free shit and like, <laughs> like what? We've, well, they, well, well, we went to that. You know what? We've been to those. We've been in like the Emmy gift parties, like the gifting suites, right? Like we've been to those. And the whole idea is, oh, we'll give you a toaster oven if you take a if picture you stand with it. there with a picture. Yeah. With the toaster. Yep. Yep. And I've only done it like we and when and, you know, we didn't know any better. Like, I think we've done it a few times. And I think like the first time we had no idea what the hell that was. But now we're like, well, if it's a if it's something that we could use. Sure. But I'm not just going to do it to get a face mask. We were so picky when we went through that one. We were like, uh-uh. oh, yeah. no. And uh-uh. they were all, Mm-mm. would you like to try? Mm-mm. No, no. And then I think you like beeline for the, you did beeline for the toaster oven. It's a really good toaster oven. And then I was like, oh, should and I, guess get, what? I'll get one I too. still have and it. And it's in my, I still, I've, did you ever use it? I, we use, use it all the time. It's a oh great toaster I've never oven. used it. Okay. It does so many things. It like, it not only toasts, but it heats up things really well. <laughs> it does, has like all of these like different things. Like it's an all in one toaster oven. I mean, free stuff oven. is fun. Who doesn't like a free thing? It's a blast. But like also. Yeah, but that's like someone's know, livelihood. It's like, that's like they're doing. I know they're doing it all the time. Like they go to conventions what about these vacations? in Vegas. They, you and I have never been offered a free vacation anymore. I didn't get asked to I a vacation. Like, Hi. To post. I, I'd love to go to Italy. Is there like a way to get to Italy for free? I'd like to go to Africa. Paris. Can I yeah, go to a safari? safari? Like people get that. I'd love Kate that. Kate and I would love to go on a safari. We'd love to go on a trip. But like a legit one. I don't want to be eaten uh, by no. a tiger because it's like. No, I've always wanted Instagram. to go. I've always wanted to <laughs> go on safari. Always. I just the world is weird. I, it all freaks me out. It makes me want to hide under like a blanket. And hide away forever. But that's not the world we yeah. live in. Would you ever get off of social media? Do you have the guts to do it? And if so, if you don't, why? Good question. Mm. You know, a friend of mine is is directing a movie right now. A friend of ours. She actually. came back on she she came well, back onto social media. I know, but because suddenly we, she popped she, up again. And I well, thought, oh, the she's studio, back. <laughs> the studio. <laughs> told her for five of the roles that were like, oh, right. like had one line each, right? In the, in this movie mm-hmm. to not cast actors, but to cast influencers because it brings more attention to the movie because they have a far, you know, a farther reach than, mm-hmm. which that stuff depresses me. I think that's crazy. right. Don't hire the right person for the job. Hire the person with the most followers. Right. Right. Like that's. Mm-mm. And meanwhile, there it's like C-3PO is on the other side or R2-D2. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Kate. Yeah. The toilet seat, the fake airplane, the fake airplane and the and the bots were like the three. We should try it. We should try to recreate an influencer photo just to see if we could do it. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. Could you imagine? I'll bring over a toilet seat to your house next time I see you. But it's interesting how all three of them had a different reaction. Like the first guy who bailed out was like, I'm not into this. It's so inauthentic. 
and that's not who I am. How about I can, the anxiety I, I know I, it gave him? Because his friend back home was like, what's happening to you? And he's like, no, oh, that God. was the other guy. No, 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 oh. no. There were two guys and a girl. And the first we guy still don't was know like, any of their names. <laughs> I can't remember their names. But Sorry. the first guy was like, I'm too, I have an, I've, I've, I know that I, ha- what I have to offer is more than what this idea is. I'm done. And I had such respect for him. He was, he was gone. The second guy was like, I have anxiety. He was getting anxiety over people who were like, are you okay? This doesn't seem like you. And the girl embraced it. She was like, fuck it. I got nothing. Whatever. It's a character. Yeah, like she was an actor, like, right? Here's some ugly slippers that I just got. Like, that's the other thing. Like, they're <laughs> yeah. hawking. They're hawking. They're like, hawking like cheap shit. Like, here, look at this fake gold necklace. Isn't it gaudy and cute? I'm going to wear it because I got it for free. But she embraced the role and she said, the hell with it. I have nothing to lose. I'll give it a shot. And then she fell into it. And the whole plan was, hey, so you've been getting all this free stuff. That's great. Now let's move on to get you getting paid Actual in cash money to make it to say and the, the pa- thing and then the fucking pandemic hit and right. that's where that's i think where she had that lost come- me because i was like Ugh. i no, don't but know i think she had a come to jesus moment in the end of that saying you know what like this isn't you know this isn't well i hope they all did i hope i mean i hope people just enjoy their lives because it's short and like this yeah. this shit's not important it's not but important. who am i i don't know what the fuck do i know we're both a bit over the hill. We sound like those old, um, you know, Muppets. on the Muppets, the two, the, the two, two old men eagles. sitting up in the, yeah. uh, in the, in the, in the wing. <laughs> so we become <laughs> the two old men Muppets in the opera. Yeah, that's us. Mm-hmm. It's happened. You've reminded me also with this. I haven't posted. I think the last time I posted was like inauguration day. That's exactly when I posted. Is it, are you serious? Yeah, I have nothing to share. Just, what do you want from me? me I was painting my you, roof. It was so boring. Like I, you know, it's I don't like posting things from work. That's the thing. Work. Like the, when and well, also I know you can't because you can't. You can't, uh, and also leak, I don't like, want to have that precisely. And I don't bring my phone on to set anyway, so I don't either. Whatever. And then and then I'm home, and you can't do anything. And I painted my roof. It was really not that exciting. That's why I have pictures of my animals. They're excited. I know. There's like there's like moments in life where I'm like, oh, that's that could be funny to post, but they're too personal. Yeah. And also, I would rather do it of like something my girlfriend's doing because I think it's funny or like, like I don't know, like in a but it's too personal. Like right. this morning, she had, <laughs> she had on like she had like <laughs> flannel pajamas. She put on a North Face jacket because it was cold. And then she had that, you know, that vacuum that you made us buy for cat hair, that it's the best bristle vacuum. Game changer. Game changer. She's on her hands and knees vacuuming the cat hair off the carpet. And I was like, now that's funny. It's like I birth control. You're like, I did well, that that's what we call it when we catch each other in these outfits. <laughs> and I'm like, that'd be funny to post. I'm never going to do that. I mean, I did just share it on this, but like, you can't, I don't know. It's like too personal. Like. I get it. Where, where get do you it. draw the line? Precisely. Mm. Okay. I don't know. I, my heart goes out to this, to the, this, the, this younger, uh, the, the younger people who have to feel that sort of pressure all the time. Um, I just forget to post. I know. And Me my, too. And, and, and Anna will be like, you should post something. And then I'm like, I don't have anything. And then what I'll find a picture of Mo and say, oh, look, she was cute in that. Right. Anyway, I just wanted your thoughts on that leash. That's all. I really wanted you to watch it. Yeah. Well, thanks for getting me to watch it. The, the, you know, these are the things I never watch. So it, when you said it was like homework, I was like, okay, I understood. 
I know you like a homework assignment. I do. And I knew you'd wait until the 11th hour to watch it. Otherwise, you'd forget. Oh, I would have. And I took about me two what it was. days to watch it. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like le- under 90 minutes. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Oh, we have something very exciting. We opened a phone line. So yeah. we'll, we'll give the phone, we'll give the phone number at the end. We're going to use this all the time now because we want to hear from you. We want to actually hear your voices and not just read yeah, your texts. Yeah, we got, we got, a, well, it's a element of laziness and also it's more exciting to hear it. No, it's from not. You. No, we don't like us reading the questions isn't as great as hearing it. Right. From I think that's what the I'm saying. Mouth. So we have, yeah. we have a new phone line. We're going to be using it. We're going to tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. We're going to hear from some people right now about their thoughts on social media. Good morning, my lovelies. This is your number one fan, Respects Jerry. I hope everyone is well. So the question is how social media has impacted my life. Uh, The answer applies to today only with all this virus going on. It makes the answer different than it would be if, if it had been a year ago. I'm 73 lesbian, and my partner passed away about six and a half years ago. We were together for a very long time. And I have no close family, and I live in the country. I'm originally from the city, from Alexandria, and bought a farm before I retired. Due to all of the circumstances, I've lived with my cell phone around me all the time, I'm only speaking for myself, but I need to feel connected to the outside world. With this virus, I haven't been able to go out and socialize. I so miss how human touch is so important to me. But I'm able to have contact with people on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That is all I have right now, and thank God for it. I know we're all suffering right now. But for people who are truly alone, it's depressing and heartbreaking. I keep up with my friends on the three social medias. I can communicate with them, but I miss touching and hugs, feeling a warm touch of a hand or a hug, a body, a warm body up against mine. If I didn't have these social medias right now, I would not survive. I know I wouldn't. Truly would fade away. So it's taught me how important being around others is and contact with others. Also, I'm a guitarist and a singer and well-known around here. Not being able to go out and sing and play and get some attention from an audience left a big hole in me. So I've put some music on Facebook and I've put my music on YouTube. 
It's helped me fulfill that empty spot that this virus has caused me to have in my spirit. So here again, I'm fulfilling a hole in my spirit with a social media app. And I have to say how important you ladies at Pants have become to me. You ladies are my family. I truly believe that and know that. Thank you for filling that hole in my spirit. To summarize, without social media during this virus, I wouldn't be here. Just know that you Pants gals are family and I appreciate what you do so very, very much. God bless wow. Jerry. Jerry. Oh, Jerry, okay, it's so we were, great to hear uh, from you. What a sweet. I feel very shallow now because we were looking at it from a completely different standpoint. And but Jerry asked, just brought it wait, home. But you just, but you asked earlier, uh, you asked that question, would I ever be able to delete it? And part of me says yes. And the reason I would say no is for that reason. I do stay in touch with people. I don't normally would stay in touch with in my day-to-day life that's why that's like that's what's always kind of given me pause to not because there are right. people that i'm friends with that i that like you know that i went to school with years ago but i don't talk well, to sure. them often. i love i love social media on to to um like scoop it up like i'm into like i always see what my friends in texas are doing and i'm like oh that's so cute they did that today like yeah, i like yeah. it's the it's the it's the my side stuff i can't uh, remember to ever do but jerry my god right. okay first of all i'm very sorry for your loss yeah. um that's that's uh whew, that's something kate and i don't even know about so i'm i'm sorry that um mm-hmm. that's happened and i'm glad you have a community in your town where you get to um in in normal times you get to play your guitar and hang out with your friends and yeah we all miss the we all miss the touch i miss kate's touch i mean i do it's a yeah, it's a friend well, touch, but I miss it. Um, <laughs> it's a pants touch. Well, Jerry, we're happy that uh, you know we can like you know put a smile on your face and and uh, you've inspired me to to post something this week. I'm going to think of you. I'm going to say this one's going out to Jerry. That's what I'm going to think to myself. Uh, at least you know, and and like Leisha said, we're glad that you have you know a community of people that you can stay in touch with and um, yeah. You'll be yeah, able to stay you'll healthy. Be able to stay hug safe. Them all soon. Yeah, hopefully. I'm just being real. Hopefully. But thanks I mean, for li- thanks for listening, and I'm glad. Look, if 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 this is what Pants is doing, great, great. All right. Okay. What else do we have? Hi, this is Tian calling in from Toronto. I just wanted to answer the question of how social media impacts my life. Social media impacts my life, especially these days, by allowing me to stay present. I think um, being on social media and just seeing how everything is kind of warped these days and filtered, and I feel like everything on social media these days is a performance, it kind of allows me and reminds me to go back into recluse and to just be present in my real life. You know, social media impacts me and reminds me that Life is worth living, and it's not worth living in the technological age. It's not worth living on your phone. You know, life is about being present and being grateful for the blessings you have right in front of you physically. So even though that goes against everything that is with social media, it just kind of reminded me to just unplug and go back to me, you know? I think before social media, people were kind of more outwardly focused. I know I was. And it allowed me to just see the world from a different point of view, and it expanded my worldview so much. 
So it allowed me to just go back in, be more introspective. And yeah, love the Pants Pod. Have a great day. Thank you. Yeah. So she used it. It's like a mirror. She's like, I mm-hmm. see this. Yeah. And I'm going to turn away from it. But by yeah. seeing it, she got to like realize what was important to her. Precisely. These are deep. I, this is that's great. Str- that's, that's, a, that's, that's like a, from a, that's like, that's a real strong, um, you know, self-possessed, uh, way to approach it and respect. Seriously. These are deep. Meanwhile, I'm just complaining about bots and, and toilet <laughs> and toilet covers being used as windows. I know. I as feel a fake so airplane right window. Meanwhile, these people are like talking, but it's true. I mean, like, that's the thing, right? It's like right now, like we, that's like for a lot of people, that's like their go-to to stay connected. I hope I'm alive to see the other side of social media. What's coming next? What, what are, is what, that? Are, what will we have all learned what will we become? I don't know, but it's going to be fascinating. Yeah. Well, you know what, Leash? When that time comes, we're going to be like my mother. I'll be in the woods. I want, does yeah. not want. I'm going to be with Jerry in the woods and I'm going to be checked out. And I'm going to also going to be we're at the place where I don't understand what the newest technology is. And I'm not even going to bother. I understand. Like my mom. My mom has zero interest. And I we have my niece. It. She'll be at the, She'll be able to tell us what's going on. I'll be like, "What's going Great. on?" Great. She'll tell like us. Like someone okay. asked. Uh, someone asked if I had a TikTok. I was like, right. "Why the fuck would I have a TikTok?" I've seen some videos on TikTok, and people are geniuses. They're on so that genius. Thing. I joined just to watch my niece because she's so clever. But, but if I had a profile and I was like wanting to be active on it, I no, would. I can't take I another. I don't thing think on. I'm that interesting or that smart, and I'd have even more pressure. Yours, but don't call yourself not smart. Okay, let's hear from no, more smart people. You know people what I mean? About. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't think I'm. A, you know, I don't. It's not. This is not a self. Uh, I know. I know. Let's whatever. hear. Let's, All right. What's the next yeah. one? Uh, my impact on social media is well. I thought I had had no impact on me until my girlfriend of three years ghosted me. Uh, mind you, we are forty-one year old women, not thirteen year olds. Social media uh, being cut. With her wasn't the most important thing, but uh, apparently to me it was the final punch into her uh, world. The like it was it, it, it for some reason it was like the last connection. It was basically like the final impact of the relationship. It was the last dangling part. The end. I don't know that person's name, but being ghosted. Well, no, her girlfriend, it sounds like she got blocked. And so she can't even like see what the person she was with is doing at all. It's like, no, I'm just saying ghosted in general. I'm saying like being ghosted. Yeah, I'm sure in general, but she's saying the last thing was social media. So at least she had that thread of like, oh, well, I can see that she's doing something. You know what? It's for the better. It's for the better. It's for the better. It is. It doesn't feel that way, though. No, but you know what? Like, like the, what's that? What's that rule they say when 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 you when you end a relationship and you're very uh, distraught over it? The f- number one thing is no contact for thirty days, and if you break that rule, then you go back to square one and you accomplish the thirty days. And if you make it to the thirty days, then you give yourself another thirty days, and it kind of helps break. Uh, it's supposed to like break habits, like psychological. I habits. think it's like knives to see your ex on social media, living a life, but you know them so well. You're like, you're really not having fun. I know you're not having fun. You're so full of shit. But, but, (laughs) 
It's just look, breakups suck. So I, you know, yeah. we we you we know that one. Yeah, it sucks. We don't know your name, yeah. but we get it. Um, you're gonna have you're gonna have someone new in your life. And is ghosting the is new thing? Be, Did they ghost back in oh, the day? Ghosting is horrible. Well, I in know person, it's horrible, I think you would just I, like. No, I'm, what I'm asking, what, what I'm asking is, is ghosting, has that become like the thing in the last like five to 10 years or has that always existed? It's always existed. No, I guess it's always existed, right? Yeah, of course. Because before we just had the phone. Now we have the email Nothing and the phone new is and social happening. media. There's just different ways of doing it now. Right. It's all the same. Right. It's like passing yeah, go, a note yeah. in school. We would fold them and like. It's you very uh, passive aggressive. That's for text. sure. It's like, just like, it's just you know, different. Grow- yeah, it's just, uh, come on, be an adult. Well, so look, here's like- here. I mean, just to, you know, wrap up this, um, this subject, I, I think that we all have it, you know, Jerry had a point. It it keeps us connected, and that's the beautiful part mm-hmm. of it. There's also the other opposite, awful mm-hmm. side, which is robots and um, non-existent I think, people. Uh, I think social media and, is a very complicated uh, double-edged yeah. sword, and and we know, live and somewhere it, it, in the middle, it, and we're all just trying right, to get by, and, and we're all just trying to have fun, and we're all just trying yep. to, you know, keep connections, especially now. And everyone and, has a free will to decide how they want to use it. So. I realize yeah. I barely use it. Um, and that's just the way it is. But right. other people really get off on it. And you know what? Peace be with you. If that's if that's your thing, you do you. I'm Are still gonna never going to get over the toilet for Christmas? seat. No, I'm going to get you a toilet seat. I want to see if that All actually want works. For Christmas is what? I just, the toilet seat. Yeah. I'm never going to no, get we, over we'll the toilet seat window. Okay. That that was a that was mind blowing. Okay. Well, to everyone out there, um, we, by the way, speaking of social media, we need more followers on pants. Well, at least, so, you know, go do some photo shoots. I'll get a toilet seat cover. We'll take a picture of you. We'll green screen a fun backdrop and make it look like you're fabulous. Great. Yeah. I'm going to we'll pull that social some, experiment some on you. some likes from Egypt. Okay. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. This was another amazing episode of Pants. Thank you, everyone. Until next week. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Manig, and Leisha Haley. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow Pants on Instagram, at the Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS. And graphics are by Love Fox. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.